This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, it follows. It doesn't think. It doesn't feel. It doesn't give up. So, uh, Chris, uh, you bangy? Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And we uh, soldier on without Brett this week. Yeah, I don't know. He had some homework or something to do. Apparently, uh, you know, improving his life is better than doing this podcast. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Like, this isn't the highlight of everyone's life. It should be if it's not. Yep. And this time around, we're doing It Follows. Finally, I think we've only said we're going to do this next for like the last three weeks. <laughs> yeah, but this time was for real. It was for real. And uh, I watched it on the Blu-ray that I bought from Amazon for like four bucks. Thanks to uh, the horror show Hot Doggies alerting me to that fact. So I'm excited to uh, watch the commentaries on this next. I love commentaries. I hate, That's one thing I don't like about Netflix is there's no commentaries. That's true. It just came on Netflix, too. Yeah, I was like, oh, great. I spent four bucks, and then it's on Netflix. Yay. Yeah. You'll have that from time to time. Yeah, but hey, you know what? It's on Netflix. People should watch it. Spoiler alert. I think you should watch it. Spoilers. <laughs> so we uh we start up with a young lady. And she's yep, uh, she- running... In high heels and, like, a nightshirt? <laughs> yeah, and her dad, who's something outside at night, asks, what, yeah. are you okay? Yeah, and then she, yeah, she runs out into the street, and then neighbor lady is like, uh, are you okay? Like, like woman code, like, do I need to call the police? <laughs> and she, um... Jumps in her her car and drives to the local beach. Yep. And calls and her uh, pops. sits in the head sits in the headlights for a while because she's low on vitamin D. Maybe she has seasonal affective disorder. I don't know. Yeah, she's just trying to power up like Superman <laughs> does from Earth's <laughs> yellow sun. <laughs> Only she gets powered up by yellow headlights. And she calls up her dad and has a tearful conversation about how she's sorry that she's such a a bad daughter or something. And then we see her the next day where her leg is all fucked up and twisted the wrong direction and mangled. And she's missing a foot. Or at least an ankle. And there's like a foot in a shoe. The foot in the shoe is not attached to the rest of her body. <laughs> and um, then we kind of switch gears a little bit. Yep. And we meet up with our uh, protagonist. Yep, uh, generic blonde girl. So blonde girl, she's hanging out in her family's uh, above-ground pool. Yep, and like the uh, neighborhood, like, tween boys are like trying to spy on her in her oh-so-sexy, like, full-coverage one-piece bathing suit. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's it's straight out of like the forties. I'm not sure what they're like. Oh, you saw for. a shoulder. <laughs> Ooh, check out the outline of her ankles. <laughs> she's showing her hair. Oh my god! And she says to her uh, her sister, generic sister. Yeah, she's gonna go on a date with this fella. She's been, uh, you know, hanging out with. Douchebag McGee. And they're going to go to the movie film and check out a movie film. Yeah, which I think was like a... It was Audrey Hepburn, Cary Grant joint, Charade, I think. Yeah, a new release we're all familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty theater, but we're not quite there yet. But And they're, uh, they're hanging out in line, playing the... Uh, Body swap game, I guess. The, the trade game. Trade game. Like, who would you trade places with? Pick someone in the crowd. I get two guesses to figure who it is out, who it is, and why. Which I don't. Doesn't sound very fun to me. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't seem like a lot of information to go on. But hey, whatever. Yeah. And old douchebag reveals that he wishes he was a child because he's an old man at twenty one. Yep, and he likes to be able to shit himself whenever he wants to. Yeah, because that's what kids do. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, because you know, that's the worst part about being an old person is you have to like decide to get up and go to the bathroom. Yeah, I'm so tired that I can't just shit all over myself at a whim. It's <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Uh. And then they're sitting down for the movie, and he looks around and says, "Hey, uh, and like, I bet you'd want to swap places with that uh, that girl in the yellow dress there." And she's like, "What girl? I don't see a girl." And he's like, "Oh, uh, I, I'm not feeling well. Let's go. I want to go for a drive." So they do. Let's not actually watch this movie. Yeah, fuck this movie. It's Audrey Hepburn. What the fuck? This movie came out forty years ago. <laughs> And it's just a charade anyway. Nice. Mm-hmm. So then they decide they're going to have date number two. And they um, they go to the, the woods with a six-pack, and then, then they're at a factory in a car having sex. Yep. And, and she uh, breaks my, my cardinal rule is I never wear a bra during sex. So... That's it's fair. Yeah. And I then, find it far too constricting. That's uh, understandable, I guess. <laughs> I've never worn one during sex, so... Yeah, see? You got the rule, too. That's why I never wear one. It's got to be ready to go at a moment's notice. And after they have their coitus, he uh, chloroforms her, I guess? Yeah, like... Yeah, here's here's a question for our audience. If you have consensual sex with a woman and then roofie her, is that date rape? <laughs> yeah, it's like, is that backwards date rape? Is that... <laughs> yeah, she, but yeah, yeah. She comes to... It's a weird situation. <laughs> it is weird. And she wakes up and they're in some sort of abandoned parking garage. And she's tied up in a wheelchair... Yeah, which is cool. So this is a, this is an amazing shot, actually. 
Uh, you can't tell at first it's a wheelchair, but she's in the she's tied to this chair, and every time she struggles, like the whole camera shakes and everything. So you realize the camera's attached to this chair that she's in, and then he starts wheeling her around. And you're like, oh shit, she's in a wheelchair, and it still looks awesome as he spins her around. And so you know you get this nice, beautiful like scene where like she is static in the center of the screen, but the background keeps moving around her, and it's really pretty and then the naked chick shows up yeah douchebag explains to her that what happened was they had the sex and now she's gonna get chased down by the uh the it follows monster yep and he wanted to make sure he believed her which explains the chloroform in wheelchairs I guess yeah, he wanted to keep her there long enough for the It Follows monster to show up so she could see it and be scared of it. And then he drove her away from it because he didn't want her to die because if she dies, it comes after him next. So uh, he expositions the rules of the whole thing. You get it from yeah. the sex. It'll come after you. And if it kills you, it kills whoever gave you the sex monster yes and then he uh and he tells her that it's it's it will it can look like anyone uh it will you know and it will do that to like bend blend in with a crowd or whatever and that it's it's not dumb like it, it won't talk but it's not dumb it would just walk after you forever and then he uh does what anybody would do after a date full of chloroform and consensual sex and drops her off in the middle of the street in her underpants and takes the <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, because he's like, well, it wasn't rape, but I'm going to make it look like rape as much as possible. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, He just doesn't understand how sex works, I think, is the problem. <laughs> yeah, he's either real bad or I've just been doing it wrong. I'm not 100% on that. Uh, Brett will tell you that you've been doing it wrong. He would say that. <laughs> so now she's uh, understandably shaken up, talks to the cops. Yeah, it's like, but they can't really charge him with anything. I mean, maybe like unlawful confinement or something. But I mean, like. They ask her, like, did you, like, was it consensual sex? And she's like, yeah. And then, but she, then she's like, but then it got really weird after that. <laughs> it got super weird. I'm not, I don't think that's how it's supposed to work. <laughs> and her, uh, her sister and her, her friends from the neighborhood, I, I suppose. Yeah. Velma and friend zone. I'm sorry, not even friend zone. He's hashtag friend zone. Hashtag friend zone indeed. <laughs> you saw so far to the friend zone that he's been hashtagged. They uh They try to console her a little bit and they say, Look, you had a rough time. You freaked out at school earlier, you thought you saw some old lady in a nightgown walking slowly towards you. We're all going to hang yep. out tonight and have a sleepover. Yep. And hashtag friend zones like, oh, I'll hang out there. Like, I'll, I'll just stay in your living room and 
make sure nothing weird happens. And then I think her sister's like, you'll probably wake up to him humping your leg. And he didn't actually deny that would happen. Yeah, I mean, he didn't physically hump her leg. Whether or not he smelled her <laughs> underpants and jacked off is for debate, but... Yeah. I mean, it wasn't in the movie, but... It was it was kind of in the movie. It was sort of implied he would do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they uh, friend zone is hanging out with her on account of hashtag friend zone. Hashtag friend zone's hanging out with her on account of she can't sleep, and they're watching what appears to be the coolest movie ever. Yeah, it's some you know like probably uh, public domain like nineteen fifty sci fi movie. <laughs> oh, bless me. Nice catch. Thank you. And uh yeah, some like it looks like a like a human sized Godzilla gets shot and falls over onto someone, which I was it was it just looked like a lot of fun. And I may have to do some Googling to find out what that movie is. Yeah, if anybody knows what that movie is, let us know. Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. I don't know if you listen to this, but we're uh <laughs> We're saying your name so you'll show up. We have to say his name four more times so he shows up. <laughs> yeah, we can't say it all at once, though. Otherwise, it breaks the spell. So there's a... And, uh, well, you know, they're sitting there on, they're sitting there on the, the couch with an Afghan, which is the most peaceful of blankets, ironically enough. Which is, of course, a line I... Uh, I uh, paraphrased from Christopher Titus, but... So, yeah, if you haven't seen the the show Titus, starring Christopher Titus, watch it, because it's amazing. That was on Fox back in the day, right? It was. And I think it's all on YouTube now. <laughs> yeah, as it should be. It's no Sons and of I, Tucson. Yeah, I don't think he actually cares that's on, on that, because I don't think he gets any more money from it. So he's like, fuck it. <laughs> he probably put it up himself, knowing him. <laughs> so there's a, there's a smashy, smashy window. Yep, and everybody there's kind a, of freaks out. There's a there's a uh, a clatter up on the roof, and it's not Santa Claus. About this time, anyway. Nope. And this is the first time we really get to see the uh, the it follows monster up close. Yeah, because uh, was it uh, bl- teeny blonde and sister and hashtag friend zone all end up in teeny blonde's room and then there's a knock like a pounding on the door and they're like who is it and it's like it's me velma and so they open the door but behind velma is the it follows monster and it like follows her in but only teeny blonde can see it and so she uh jumps out the uh window onto her roof so that uh you can't um you know it can't get her and uh I have to admit, the guy that got to play the It Follows monster in a few scenes, he's a creepy looking dude. He is. He's like, oddly enough, he's a creepier version of the tall man. Because he's not like thin like the tall man is. He looks like he could actually, you know, like, I don't know, pick up a coffin by himself if he wanted to. Yeah, the guy looks like he's like seven or so feet tall. Like, he's real, real tall. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, you're like, I was like, holy crap. Like, he's not like the big show kind of, you know, big, but he is, uh, I, I would not want to meet him at dark alley. I phrase he would, he would club me upon the head with his fists and I would collapse. So, uh, protagonist girl 
fucks off to the local playground. Yeah. And they meet up with a neighbor guy. Oh, 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Because he, he looks vaguely like... He looks like if Johnny Depp and Richard Grieco had a love child. <laughs> yeah. So he is like... He's like pure distilled 21 Jump Street, only without the uh, the Peter DeLuise in there, but... And they, uh... They all meet up with her at the playground, and they decide they're gonna try to hunt down douchebag guy and figure out where where he is, what his name actually is, try to get some answers. Yep, because I think he went by Hugh in the movie originally. I believe so. Yeah, apparently he watched too much uh, Star Trek: Next Generation. He's Hugh Man. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Yeah. No, I got it. Yeah, Brett would have just looked blankly at me like, I don't get it. <laughs> he would have. That's why I'm always here. Yes. So they uh they head off to Hugh Man's <laughs> house. Or where, where he was is. staying. Well, first they go to the abandoned house he lived in. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I guess that's not actually his house. Yeah, huh. it's just full of pornos and personal effects. So it might actually have been his house. <laughs> and they find some kind of picture which leads them to the local high school where they hunt down his actual human name. Yeah, by looking in the yearbook. Yeah, because I guess this is a world where you can just wander into a high school and demand yearbooks from previous years. I guess. They're like, do you know this man? And it turns out his name is John Connor. Nice. <laughs> So they figure out where to find this guy, so they go to his house and ask his mom if he's in. No, really, that happened. Yeah, yeah, she's like, sure, and did you want to bring your friends, too? Everybody can have a Capri Sun and hang out in the backyard, because you people aren't in your fucking late teens, early 20s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And it turns out what his name is actually Jeff or something. Yes. Because, you know, apparently he, he can only have extremely white names like Hugh and Jeff. Yeah, Reginald. Yeah. So then, uh, then he, he just he kind of breaks out it down. I, yeah, he gets freaked out when a, uh, a, a young soccer girl walks by. Yeah, but they can see the soccer girl, so it's okay. Yeah. And then everybody decides that the best course of action is to we learned here something we didn't know, and that's that It Follows Monster only can walk, apparently. Yeah, so, you know, four miles an hour tops. Yeah, so if you go far enough away via automobile or such, it'll have to walk there. So if you want to buy some time, you just get in a car and drive for a while. Yeah. So they head up to a 21 Jump Street's family cabin, which, as he describes, yeah. is nothing too special, but it's actually a two-story, like, full-on fucking house with a lakefront view. Nothing yeah. fancy. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Well, I mean, granted, it is, like, what, around, like, Lake Michigan or something? So it's... <laughs> well, that's whatever, true. Whatever Great Lake Detroit is on, I don't know <laughs> off the top of my head. But... but compared to Detroit, that might as well be fucking Beverly Hills. That is true. So they, uh, they hang out there. They do some, uh... Gun training slash swimming around in one of the Great Lakes. 
Yep. And then there's a great, and this is what it, there's like one of those great moments that starts to happen the rest of this movie, where if you look in the background, you just see someone walking towards the group, and you're like, wait a second, that that person looks like Velma, only Velma's in the lake, so oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Only, only teeny blonde who's the only one who can see it has her back to it so it walks up behind her and then like starts pulls up her hair yeah which is weird yeah it's great so you see it from like everyone else's point of view where her hair is just like suspended in midair for no fucking reason <laughs> in a hashtag friend zone chairs at WWE style oh yeah he gives it the uh, yeah the metal chair and then it like just backhands them. It doesn't even like you can't see it, but you can kind of tell that he does. It just like still has a hold of a teeny blonde with one hand and just pimp slaps him back like yeah. ten feet, <laughs> which is pretty good. And then they it's all retreat to the boathouse. Yeah, which seems like a bad plan, but hey, whatever. Yeah, because because uh, early on, douchebag McGee tells her that. She should never go anywhere that doesn't have more than one exit. And it looks like the boathouse only has one exit, which is the door they come in and then lock. Fortunately, nobody and... shows them their dark secret. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I had to do it. <laughs> well, they weren't really behind the boathouse. They were in the boathouse. Well, that's true. <laughs> I guess it depends on what you consider behind yeah, I guess. Well, I, we'll have to call it the toadies and get the official ruling on that one. Oh, enough 90s music jokes. Oh, you mean I can just talk about them throwing elastic firecrackers at the yes. thing? You could. <laughs> or, you know, the possum. King, I don't know. I can't work Possum Kingdom in there too easily, but. You anyway. said it. That's good enough. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, protagonist girl opens fire. On It Follows Monster. And, and uh, almost shoots 21 Jump Street. <laughs> who takes refuge behind a folding chair, which yeah. I don't know what and that chair like, is made of. It's not but... a solid folding chair. It's supposed to be like the aluminum frame and then like the bands of nylon stretched between it. Yeah, like bad <laughs> thoughts could penetrate that fucking thing from 100 yards. Like <laughs> it, was, it wasn't nylon, really. It was Kevlar. That's the secret. <laughs> and, uh... He doesn't know what's going on. He's pissed because the It Follows monster busted up the boathouse door. And he's like, aw, you busted up my door, fuckers. And they're like, it wasn't us. It was the monster. And, the, uh, and he's like, what the fuck ever? I'm out. Yeah. And It Follows monster turns into tall guy, a little kid guy, and creeps out through the hole in the door. Yep. And that's when they open up the side of the whole side of the boathouse. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, this whole wall is an exit. <laughs> and a uh, protagonist girl decides to steal the car and take off. Yep. She's, she's driving the, the Pontiac GTFO. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she gets not far. Yeah, because some dude backing out scares her and she drives into a cornfield and has a head injury because apparently... The Pontiac GTFO does not come with uh, airbags. And now she's in the hospital. So she decides the best plan is to have intercourse with 21 Jump Street. So then 
he can also keep an eye out for the monster. Plus, he kind of like has been like giving like the 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 Joey look to like every girl we've seen in the movie so far. So you're like, oh, well, obviously he'll pass it on. Yeah, repeatedly over and over. Yeah. So uh, it's been a couple days, and she's on the mend. Everybody goes home. Old uh, 21 Jump Street hasn't seen the It Follows monster. He thinks that protagonist is crazy. Yeah. And then uh, he... Uh... Oh, the a protagonist girl's looking out her window and sees him in long johns walking down the road to his house. And then he, like, tries to open up the screen door and just shakes at it. Apparently it's locked. So he picks up a brick and throws it through his own window and goes in through his window. And that's when she realizes, oh, it's the It Follows monster. Yep. So she chases it because she doesn't understand how anything works. And she dives through. In her bare feet, she runs over to the house and then dives through the window onto all the broken glass from the brick going through it. Yeah, but not apparently a great plan. She doesn't she does not suffer as much as Bruce Willis in uh Die Hard. Yeah, she but, does uh, not have a machine gun now. No, and she but she was walking on broken glass. Good. That's a solid uh Annie Lennox fit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh the It Follows monster decides the best course of action is to turn into twenty one Jump Street's mom and pound on his door. And then it it leaps through the door when he opens it, and dry humps his soul out. Well, I don't. Yeah, but there's just weird, like clear liquid that kind of leaks out at the same time, and I don't even know what that is, and probably don't want to know. Um, but yeah, she basically like he basically his the the demon looking like his mother kind of humps him to death, which is like reverse Oedipal. Oedipus. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, so she does a reverse Oedipus on him. <laughs> Classic reverse Oedipus. And uh, protagonist is like, well, shit, that means I'm up next. So she takes off. Yep. And heads up. Uh, where does she go? I was just trying to think of that, and I'm not sure. She drives, does she drive to like one of her friend's houses or something? She drives to Woods and sleeps on the hood of the car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she, uh, with her creepy long toes. Yes. <laughs> she hears some kind of ruckus from the the beach area by the by the woods. Yep. And decides and there's that like she, three guys in a boat. And presumably swims out there to have sex with them yeah but technically she only needs to have sex with one of them and then she has to really hope they want to have sex with each other so wait if Which, you have sex with a person and then another person it's only the first person that's the way it seems to me like it's a direct line like it's not like a web so you know it's it goes backwards down the line so I mean like she would have had to have sex with one dude, and then he has it. If she has sex with more people, that doesn't matter. Oh, okay. 
That makes yeah, sense. Like, but so, you know, like hopefully she gets them to have sex with each other on the boat too while they're at it. But yeah, because most guys that have sex with women also have sex with other dudes on boats. <laughs> That's what I hear about frat boys, at least. Yeah. Uh, What's up, bra? <laughs> and then, uh, see, again, violate my no bra during sex rule. Um, but then, uh, yeah, it's like that was the point in the movie where I was like, well, I'd probably just find like an orgy. It's because if there's just a bunch of people having sex with each other, that team is just going to get all confused <laughs> and it won't know where to go. And then I'm done. I'm safe. <laughs> so she goes home, I guess. Yep. Because she's like, I've now given myself some time and or saved myself. And, uh, old friend zone, hashtag friend zone is like, hey, how come you had sex with, uh, boat guys in 21 Jump Street, but you won't have sex with me? Yeah, and this is where I was like, oh my god, he's getting super kind of like passive-aggressive rapey? Like, is he going to be like, I'm gonna rape you for your own good, so that now I have it, I'm protecting you. Like, it's like some weird, like, twisted, altruistic, altruistic rape scene, but that doesn't happen. No, thankfully. No. Yeah, that would have been a little weirder. But hashtag friend zone does come up with a plan. Yeah. <laughs> and and he says, Do you trust me? And she's all like, I guess, whatever. Like, you didn't rape me, so yeah, you're better than you could have been, I guess. <laughs> and they uh they head up to the local uh municipal swimming pool. Yep. With it follows now uh, a nude man on a roof. Yeah, you kind of get it's kind of hidden among among his man bush, but he uh, we did get our dick in this movie. I feel like so, you know, we're we're uh, keeping the ratio good. And the uh, the plan is to go to the municipal pool and plug in a bunch of shit into surge protectors. And then trick it follows into getting in the pool and throw the varying hair dryers and lights and such into the pool and electrocute. Oh, an electric typewriter. <laughs> that was my favorite was the electric typewriter. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> the bug zapper was a good idea. It was a better idea, but <laughs> that was actually a good idea. The electric typewriter. I was like, what is that going to do? <laughs> But it's it's electric. It says so in the name. Yeah, it's right there. It's right there on the tin. Yeah. So they uh they set it all up and they wait for it follows. And it follows shows up. And uh only you don't see it. Like you kind of see its POV for a second going into the building, and then she starts like, Oh my god, like there it is, it's right there. And I'm like, is she actually seeing it, or is she just for some weird reason? fucking up with everyone and then they're like well point at it so we know where it is and so she's pointing at empty space and then something picks up like a tv and throws it at her <laughs> and like oh i guess it's really there yeah it turns out the it follows monster isn't as dumb as they were hoping no nope, because you know uh douchebag mcgee at the beginning said it's not stupid and it starts just hucking everything at this girl tv and, and, and we've irons bug zappers radios yeah like and it's um yeah like so obviously her plan wouldn't their plan wouldn't have worked anyway because 
it, she didn't get electrocuted to death. So, and it, yeah. And, uh, but so then eventually it jumps in, finally jumps into the pool with her. Well, first, and, uh, there's a contingency oh, yeah. plan. Oh, and, yes. And that's the handgun. The six shot revolver. So, uh, the plan here is to have protagonist point at it follows, and then hashtag friend zone is just going to start shooting blankly and manages yep. to shoot uh, one of her buddies, Velma. Right in the leg. Yeah. And her sister manages to have the wherewithal to grab a sheet they brought for reasons. Yeah. And throws it over him right before uh, old hashtag friend zone fucking summarily executes the fucking thing with a shot to the head, which is fucking great. Yeah. And then it falls into the water from there. And, um, he's not done, though. He grabs a hold of protagonist as she tries to swim away. Yeah, by her ankle and, like, holding her underwater. And hashtag friend zone proving already he's a great shot decides to start blind firing over top (laughs) of her into the pool at the fucking It Follows monster that he can't see. Yeah, and he probably doesn't understand how light refracts through water and how she actually isn't where she looks like she is. Yeah, but thankfully, manages to not shoot protagonist, but does shoot It Follows monster, who bleeds out in a spectacular fashion. (laughs) Yeah, like shoots it right in the dome. A hell of a shot for a guy who doesn't know what he's shooting at. Yep, he rolled a natural 20 on that one. And, uh, so naturally, protagonist and hashtag friend zone go home and have the sex. Yep. Because reasons. Well, I think he finally convinces her that he should take it from her. Yep. And then he cruises around looking at prostitutes. Yeah, but it's implied that he probably goes and sleeps with one of them because... Honestly, that's what you do is you find someone who's going to spread it as quickly as possible to people who are going to go have sex with other people as quickly as possible. And you get enough like, you know, degrees. It's like, you know, it's like your Kevin Bacon number. You got to get that as high as possible, as quickly as possible. That's a good point. The six degrees of it follows monster. (laughs) And then they're uh, they're walking down the street and talking about, you know, the events. And there's a, a guy who's walking towards him from behind and fade to black and credits. And that's it follows. It is. So what do you think? So Mr. Chris, Troy? Too oh, late. I beat you. I'm faster. Ah. I'm faster. So Chris, what did you think of the movie? <laughs> I like this movie. This would be the second time I've seen it. It's not the most, uh, horror-ish horror movie you'll ever see for sure. But it's shot real well. The score to the movie is real good. It does a really good job of upping the tension of every scene. There's, it's, it's very like John Carpenter synth kind of thing. Yeah. There is something incredibly unnerving about the the way that they always show the It Follows monster walking in the background towards them. Yeah. It's not like a splatter fest or anything. But it's a really well done, tension filled movie. More of a thriller than a horror movie, maybe. But if you haven't seen it, for God's sake, go see it. Yeah. 
Mr. Troy, what do you think? Uh, uh, I liked it. I, I went in expecting something completely different. Uh, I expected a higher body count. I expected, as I said, like a much like more messed up kind of movie where like when she first passed it on to 21 Jump Street, I was like, oh, like the 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 looks that 21 Jump Street was sharing with her sister. I was like, he's totally going to pass it on to her sister and then her sister's going to get killed and then it's going to mess her all up because she's going to be like, not only did my sister die, but what the fuck? You had sex with my sister after knowing what you had? You know, like, you know, and you could pass that to her, um, but that didn't happen. And then... Yeah, then I, you know, there's a couple other things like just more messed up things I expected, like friend hashtag friend zone getting rapey, which didn't happen to thankfully, honestly. But I kind of thought that's where it was going. Um, but yeah, it was. It's a it's a good movie. It it definitely it's funny. Like I would not show this to my wife because it it, it lives and breathes on tension. And she doesn't like getting stressed out by movies too much. Um, but the tension is so good. And there's, yeah, like there's these just great scenes where all of a sudden in the background, you just see someone just stalking straight towards the group. And you're like, oh shit, here it comes again. Like, it's kind of like the, uh, you know, the, what do they call it? The Chandler rule. Like, uh, if things get boring, just have someone bust in with a handgun and start shooting it's kind of got that kind of feel to it. Like if a scene starts feeling too slow, all of a sudden the demon, the, the monster shows up in the background walking towards them and then they notice it and they have to just run. And, uh, it's, it's really well done. Um, they use, they do kind of a, they don't quite make Detroit like a character, you know, like a lot of places like they make New York city a character, but they use Detroit to good effect with some of like the run some of the houses just look like run down and creepy and they talk a little bit about how like the difference between the suburbs and the city proper and how their family like would freak out if they ever like even if they had just crossed like one block into the city like they'd have to like their parents would freak out so it was um good use of the setting as well uh yeah i mean i think you should i think people should watch it i will recommend it uh, don't go like I think there's two deaths the entire movie so don't go and expecting like you know a gore fest or anything but it uh it just it's just really good at just building and holding tension and just giving you a little relief valve every now and then but you just you never feel completely safe which is great mm. so those are my thoughts watch it as disjointed as they are <laughs> So what do we got up next, Mr. Troy? Uh, next week is The Thing, as recommended by us to us, because we haven't watched it yet, and it's a classic. And it's another good, you know, tension-filled, what's going to happen next kind of movie, because you never know who is The Thing. That's true. So we're going to hit or, that up, because, man, we've got some stuff we got to watch coming up. Yep, we got what we have. Uh, what Dick Shark waiting in the wings? Yeah, so there's <laughs> that, I guess. Yep. <laughs> and the Devil's Carnival, I think, is also coming up sometime soon. So, what if anybody else has some sort of recommendation, like Dick Shark, inexplicably? <laughs> well, 
Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We are Slaughterhouse Princess there. Uh, it's probably one of the better ways to reach us. Uh, our f- email is slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can email us there to give us recommendations. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at Slaughter Prince, which is Slaughter Princess with the vowels removed from princess because uh, Chris doesn't know how Twitter works. True. And we have a subreddit, which is r slash SHP podcast. Uh, we have a Discord server. I think you can just go to Discord, your Discord app and search for Slaughterhouse Princess and find us. Um, I probably should share the link again on the Facebook just in case. Uh, we Our website is slaughterhouseprincess.com and you can find all of our episodes there going back to the first, which is the stuff. And uh, did I miss any? Oh, we're Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Google Play Music, those fun things you can find us as well. Mm-hmm. I think that that's all of them. I think so. So I'm much more verbose than Brett when it comes to that. Yeah, you provide explanations. <laughs> and don't and just context. yell. You didn't say the word twat for no apparent reason. <laughs> Uh, that about killed me last episode. That was good. That was a good bit. So yep. come back next time where we do the thing. Yep. And we get the diabetes. But it's good. It's real good. I don't speak Finnish.